The year is 1998. Britney Spears releases her debut single, Baby One More Time. Harrison Ford is people's sexiest man alive. Blockbuster opens its 4,000th location. The Boy Is Mine is the song of the summer. Titanic becomes the first film to gross $1 billion. Bill Clinton is embroiled in the Monica Lewinsky scandal. And Casper Meets Wendy is released on VHS. I'm Hope Carew. And I'm Paige Smith. And, and this, this is History Duffs. Hi, Hope. Hi, Paige. It's good to see you. It's good to see you, too. I'm happy to be here in your closet. I am so happy to have you in your former closet. And talking about Casper Meets Wendy, Hilary Duff's... Film debut. Film debut. Can you believe it? I can't believe it. I'm just so happy and proud of her the whole movie. I'm like, <laughs> look at you go. Well, where were you? It's 1998. It's September. September of 98. I called my mom just to make sure that I gave the correct answer. And I was in preschool in Cincinnati at the time. Amazing. And I asked my mom, I was like, did I have any special interests or hobbies? Like, what was I really about at those days? And she said that I really was putting all of my energy into writing my name, uh, which is so sad. It's four letters. It took me, I think, all of, uh, all of 1998 to get. Well, hey, that was a lifelong skill. You're still really good at writing your name. Thank you so much. I've seen it. Aw. Um, Where I... were you, Paige? I was three and a half years old in Washington State. Okay. I think I was going to Montessori school at this time, and I was really into pouring things. <laughs> I went through a pouring phase. My parents love to tell the story of coming to my Montessori, and all the kids are showing their parents all the stuff they've learned, and I just wanted to show them pouring. I poured rice back and forth. For like an hour. That's so beautiful because now we have a segment on this show, or at oh, least on our TikTok, called Pages Pours, and I you did didn't even not, tell me that. I completely, I did not think about it. To clarify, I wasn't bartending in Montessori <laughs> school. I was pouring dry goods. Wow, I would love to think about little baby bartender Paige. <laughs> Dude, she would have been really cool. Was she charging for that rice? <laughs> so what, um, when was the first time you saw this movie? Um, so I grew up really liking the Christina Ricci, so I didn't see this movie until I was already a big Lizzie McGuire fan. Okay. And I was like, wow, I'm really, that's so exciting that Hilary Duff is in a Casper movie. Oh, that is fun. Yeah. I don't remember the first time I saw this movie, but I just kept getting this sense when I was watching it that this is like the perfect movie to watch at a hotel while your parents are getting dinner. So maybe that is the first time I watched it. I was at a hotel and my mom was getting dinner. Yeah. But that's just my relationship with it. You know, you have that. Yeah. You don't have the memory of it, but for some reason it triggers that The feeling. You. It's like, mm -hmm. it, mm, I feel like I just swam in a pool. I'm highly chlorinated. I'm sleepy. I've got some room service and You're mama's also... going on a date, you know, <laughs> you are also an empath. So maybe it's because <laughs> Wendy's on vacation in this movie that you're like, I must mm. have been on vacation. You're right. I am an empath. And because Wendy was a fugitive in this movie, I also have been living my life as a fugitive. <laughs> so this is History Duffs, and we talk a lot about Hillary's life on here. So I do want to give a little bit 
of a brief summary Please. of where Hillary was at in 1998. Yes, of course. So Hillary Earhart Duff. Earhart. 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 It's a family name. Well, I'd hope so. (laughs) (laughs) With a name like Earhart. Her dad is also Robert Earhart Duff. Okay. Why didn't she name her daughter Earhart instead of, you know, Banks? Oh, maybe that's one of her girl's middle names. Air. I don't know. Okay. Sorry, I've learned a lot. I thought I was like the biggest Hillary fan. I don't even know her middle name. (laughs) And um, it's really thrown me through a loop. I have a lot of feelings. Why didn't she use that as her stage name? Just kidding. Okay, back to <laughs> back to Paige. So she was born in Houston, Texas, September twenty eighth, nineteen eighty seven, uh, to Susan and Robert, and she has an older sister named Haley. Yeah, um, they were very involved in acting and singing and ballet growing up. Ooh. She also played soccer and did gymnastics. The but... gymnastics I knew. Oh, yeah? Yeah, she does an episode of gymnastics in That's right. <laughs> she does a rhythmic gymnastics. Mm-hmm. Um, in 1993, Susan took the girls to L.A. for the first time. They booked some commercials and also did a little bit of modeling, she and Haley. 1993? Were you alive? No. I was negative two. <laughs> That's scary. Were you alive? No. No. <laughs> I was negative one. <laughs> Can you believe the world existed? Before us. I thought it was a conspiracy. (laughs) Um, Hillary was homeschooled when Mm. she was younger. I saw some conflicting ages. Some say she started getting homeschooled at eight. Some it was like a middle school to high school thing. But Hillary equates uh, these younger years to the experience kids have when they get really into sports. And their parents are very encouraging and push them. Um, Her parents were that way with her showbiz career. She's an Olympic actress. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. It makes makes a lot of sense when she says it that way. Um, In 1997, Hillary and Haley both got uncredited roles in a made-for-TV project called True Women, which filmed in their home state of Texas. And that's also, I wooed earlier, I'm not from Houston, but Paige and I met in Texas. We did, yeah, we're both Texas girls ourselves. Maybe that's why we feel a kinship with Hillary. Yes. Even though I I feel like I felt that kinship before I became a Texan. I also did. Yeah. My first Hillary Duff concert was before I moved to Texas. In fact, maybe I was okay with moving to Texas because... I think I I was too. I'm pretty sure my parents use that as a selling point. Yeah, so a little about your his, your historians is that we met in Texas. Because we followed Hillary there. We followed her there. All the way to Austin, where she didn't live. Um, but in 1998, Hillary got her first starring role, which was Casper Meets Wendy, and the subject of today's episode. The subject of today's, and when they say on the screen, when you're watching the movie, they say, introducing Hillary Duff, I cheered. Oh, did you? <laughs> I cheered. It is thrilling. It it's, is it's thrilling. It's really exciting when they get that right, you know? When they're like, they, this girl's going to be a star, so we're going to put introducing. I don't think yes. that's why they do it, but that's how it feels. It, yes, it is how it feels. I'm pretty sure the parent trap was introducing Lindsay Lohan. Wow, you're going to bring up Lindsay Lohan this early? Wow. I know, I'm so sorry. Um, Do we want to hear a brief synopsis of the film? Yeah, let's give a little rundown what it's about. Um, I wrote my own, but I'm not going to read it. It's it's like I haven't written since I was in fourth grade. 
Now I so, really want to hear it. I, I describe someone as sexy. I just don't think it was appropriate. So I'm going to read the one I found online. Um, when a warlock threatens Wendy, the good little witch, she and her aunts hide out at a resort where Casper, the friendly ghost, is vacationing with his uncles. Although Casper and Wendy are told ghosts and witches don't get along, the two are kindred spirits. And spirits is a pun. This spooky family-friendly adventure finds Casper and Wendy bringing the ghost-witch divide to battle the warlock who is abridging the ghost-witch divide to battle the warlock who is intent on destroying Wendy. Ooh, that's a great synopsis. Thank you. And something that this synopsis didn't have, which mine did, was that Casper and Wendy are both based on Harvey Comics characters. That is true. And I think that's important to know because it, it really affects the wardrobe and the styling. You're like, why is she in that red little outfit with the pointy hat? Well, well she's a witch. It's because she's a witch. <laughs> and because she's a comic book character. Sure, yes. Um, I, first of all, right out the gate, was so impressed with the cast of this movie. There are some big names for this little made to... Yeah, uh, the straight to VHS. It. Yes. yes. Uh, I mean, Shelley Duvall, Terry Gar, George Hamilton. Yes. Who's in everything ever. Alan Thicke makes a little cameo. <laughs> ben Stein as well. Uh, Michael McDonald, Polly Shore, like a huge... I know, I saw Polly Shore. Yeah, insane cast. Um, something else, Blake Foster, who I know as Justin, the Blue Ranger. Okay. Power Rangers. Okay. The most age-appropriate Power Ranger for me to have a crush on when I was a kid. Okay. Um, he played her love interest, Josh. <gasps> Josh. Um, the bad boy. The bad Casper's boy. Casper's the real love interest, but the bad boy, Josh. And I find it fascinating. His character's full name is Josh Jackson. Ah. <gasps> Which, it's 1998, Dawson's Creek has just premiered, but Joshua Jackson was, like, a child star, too. He was Charlie Conway in the Mighty Ducks movies, like... Yeah. I, also, maybe it's just because I love him so much, but I feel like he was already known at this time, so it's funny to name the character Josh Jackson. Yeah, it's like in um, Hannah Montana, when they name her love interest... Jake Ryan. Jake Ryan, after 16 Candles. Yeah. Exactly. It's exactly the same. Wait, something I didn't say is that this movie is a sequel. Yes. And it did a lot better than the first one, I think probably well, because of this of cast. there's a lot of Casper movies. But it's a sequel to a specific trilogy. Mm. It's not part of the Christina Ritchie mm. um, universe. Do you know what the other movies are? No. In the trilogy? <laughs> no, I don't. And it's rude that you would ask me I'm that. I'm so sorry. On you, my podcast. To be fair, you did bring it up. I did bring it up. I, I thought did. you wanted, I thought it was a prompt, like, hey, if you wanted to ask me. I mean, I do kind of know. I think the first one is Casper, A Spirited Beginning. Mm, and then I, I don't know what the third one is. And I won't look it up for you, Paige. No, I don't want you to. God. Um, Sorry you guys had to hear us fight. Something else about Blake Foster, really okay, quick, yeah. while we're on the subject. Josh, you mean Josh Jackson? The the actor who played Josh Jackson. You see now it's confusing. Yeah. We can um, just call him Bad Boy Joshy. Bad Boy Joshy. Another fun fact about Bad Boy Joshy, really the actor who plays him, mm -hmm. is that he, years later, was attached to the um, Hillary Duff spinoff, or Hillary Duff. The Lizzie McGuire spinoff that never happened <gasps> about Whoa. Stevie Sanchez, Miranda's younger sister. Do you think 
that it didn't happen because of his character in Casper Meets Wendy. They were like, you're too no. much of a bad boy. This was years later, and I think it had more to do with Lelaine and mm. where she was at. Interesting. Than anything. I don't think it was her fault. I think that it just didn't happen. Okay. But it was, it was a young Selena Gomez <gasps> who was playing the sister, and yeah, just never, never came to be. But, wow. But I wouldn't give to watch that pilot. <laughs> If you have any contacts, please reach out to us. <laughs> this is also, last thing I have to get out there at the top, this is a Sean McNamara film. He directed it. And years later, six years later, in 2004, he would go on to direct Raise Your Voice, starring Hilary Duff, which will be covered in a future episode. Whoa. Kind of neat, right? Wow. <laughs> Raise Your Voice is famously my least favorite. Oh, we'll get there. Don't we'll get there. We'll get um, there. Wait, before we move on from the cast of this movie, I have to say that there is an extra in the beginning baseball sequence. Oh, I think I know what you're going to say. Who I think may be Mr. McGuire. Oh, that's not what I thought you were going to say. So, <laughs> <laughs> there's just a man who goes, because what happens is it starts off, there's, it starts off with a baseball game and then all of the ghosts, for some reason, make a UFO and they have like a 10 to 12 minute long scene of them like harassing this baseball game. It really is gratuitous. Like it goes on for so long, but one of the guys goes, run for your lives. And he looks just like Mr. McGuire. Well, I can tell you who is an extra in the opening scene that you might find surprising. Is it Haley? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> it is Jim Wise who plays Coach Tugnut in Even Stevens. Whoa. That's what I thought you were going to say. No, but I, I can't believe they had a Coach Tugnut, that seems inappropriate. In really? Wait, what, wait, wait. Maybe I'm not. Why is it inappropriate? Tugnut. Okay, I'm not gonna say it. Well, that's an even Steven. <laughs> this isn't an even Stevens. No, I know. I'm just like, wow. I can't believe that they had a character named Tugnut. That's well, crazy. They didn't in Casper meets Wendy. No, thank God. <laughs> they just had Earhart. <laughs> Wow, is this? Are you throwing shade at Queen Hillary? No, of course not. I love her. I know. No, Hillary, if you're listening, my middle name is Andrews, so I got you, girl. I am really. Um, I'm glad you brought up the opening baseball scene because I watched this movie twice, and it wasn't until like halfway through my second rewatch that I finally understood that UFO in the beginning. Uh huh. I. Was I was like, they're ghosts, but they're aliens. It did not occur to me that they were pretending to be aliens. Well, that was a little bit lost it, for me. It's a little confusing because these ghosts have powers that are not like the ghost powers that we're used to. Like, for example, their burps and their bad smells can melt metal. Like, that's not ghost lore that we're familiar with growing up. So it's like, yeah... The idea of them working together to make a UFO, I'm not surprised that was lost. Yeah, that was not explained at all. I was like, these ghosts come from outer space? It's <laughs> very confusing. And then at one point, they they make like a, like a helium balloon or like the Hindenburg, but it's like full of hot dogs. And they're like bombing the crowd with hot dogs. And it's like, that's not ghost behavior. I guess it's like poltergeist behavior. 
Mm, but it seems yeah. like, I, of course it seems alien-esque. They were just pretending to be aliens. Right, that's the part I didn't get. I thought they were actually ghosts coming down in a UFO. Yes, well, it's very, it's like the weirdest way the movie could have started, I think. But it is not the only Hillary Duff movie to start with the baseball scene. Oh, true. Do you want to say it? Well, I'm thinking of a Cinderella story, but it doesn't open with a baseball scene. Okay. It's just very baseball. Okay, maybe it doesn't, but it is baseball-y. <laughs> Do you want to talk about the special effects That's in this I'm movie? starting with yeah. the UFO. Um, starting with the UFO. I wanted to start with the word art that oh, the we already movie talked about the UFO. <laughs> it starts with, like, just such 1990 word art energy, and it's, like, it just reminds me of being a kid on my, like, orange MacBook computer and playing with word art. It just made me happy, you know? It is very reminiscent. It's very 1998. Very 1998. You know, of the time. The opening credits are also nearly four minutes long, <laughs> which is normal, you know, like, Greece has really long opening credits. Like, the 80s had, 70s, 80s had really long opening credits, and even before then. But this for a kid's movie, it yeah. felt wrong. I can just imagine, like, being a kid, putting that movie in, and getting, like, too antsy before it even starts. Like, yeah. I feel like that would have a hard time, cat like, catching your attention. I feel like I'd have to fast-forward it a minute to get, like, my younger brother or sister, like, hooked. Mm-hmm. One of the effect things that I did really like was when the ghosts would go transparent, Mm-hmm. And the background or whatever you could see through the ghost was like warped. I did but like you that too. You couldn't necessarily see the ghost because they were disappearing. Yeah, like when Hillary was like riding like on like rollerblades or something like attached to Casper and he's like pulling her. Yeah, you can see where Casper is. Or even in the scene where they're slow dancing. Yeah. And it, go, it turns around to where we're looking through Casper. Wendy is like distorted, you know, because of the, the, it's we're looking through the ghost. That, I just thought that was really neat. That scene of them dancing, like, affected me as a kid. I definitely remember that and being like, "That's the height of romance." And my well, I was involved in this like Cotillion Junior thing at the same age, like that Hillary was in this movie. So she's like ten, and we would do like slow dances and etiquette stuff. It was called Party Wagon. <laughs> And when she's dancing, and it was like a cotillion. Yes, called party wagon. Called party wagon, but it was like for fourth and fifth and sixth graders. And I had my like first boyfriend, Nate Wagner. Shout out, Trump supporter now. Okay, <laughs> but Nate, I hope you're listening. I hope you're listening, babe. I didn't know that we were dating until we broke up, and someone was like, "I heard you and Nate broke up," and I was like, oh, "So we were dating." Wait, that's exactly what happened. When I was in high school. Oh, my God. I I like to say I had an ex-boyfriend before I had a boyfriend. I didn't know we were dating. I didn't know we, we were together. Up. Wow. And then I was like, okay, I'm so cool. I've already had a boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> but I like the slow dancing. I just remember like, oh, like I'm going to go have my slow dance very much like Casper meets <laughs> Wendy. But instead of it being a gazebo, it's, you know, a gym. <laughs> it was a romantic movie. I did not expect there to be necessarily romantic vibes between the witch and the ghost but there were but there were and it wasn't i was a bit surprised at it wasn't um i, I would think it'd be more like puppy love but yeah casper was like really forward <laughs> <laughs> and i was shocked it wasn't just like they kind of hold hands at one point maybe and it's sweet and they have little crushes on each other he was like you can see me, and I can definitely see you. 
I was Casper, like, Casper, you firm. They just met. He's like, I didn't expect a witch to be so cute. Yeah, he is kind of putting on the moves. And you know what? That's probably just from growing up with his uncles, you know, and he's been around the block. So he has seen them flirt, and that was like the, the friendliest way he knew how. That's true, but we know Wendy, she would not put up with that. She would not put up with uh, really forward advances. She's too cool. She is too cool. She's too mischievous, as Hillary would say, while describing her character. As 11-year-old Hillary would say. Okay, my favorite effect is... Uh, is Okay, wait, well, there's, there's two. There's probably the most important one, which is the Magic Mirror Alexa... Do you know what I'm talking about? With Polly Shore in it? The oh, Oracle? is that who it is? Yeah, the Oracle. Because they're talking about Hilary Duff, and she actually makes her film debut when her picture gets faxed through a magic, like, fax machine Alexa, and it's her picture. So I just, that was my fave. Your favorite effect? Well, him, him in the mirror, and then her face coming out. But then I also liked when they turned that woman into a goat and then just <laughs> left her like that the whole movie. And she was just half goat. She deserved it. The whole movie, though. <laughs> Even at the end of the movie, she's still stuck as a goat. That's not that friendly. That's true. Well, I mean, really, Casper and Wendy are the, are the two good guys. Their aunts and uncles kind of suck yeah they're bad they're, they're bad. actively bad people like when the the mail boy comes what are they called newspaper boy yeah mail boy <laughs> hey mail boy the mail boy who brings the newspapers <laughs> <laughs> hillary has like a whole present that she's like running out to give him which honestly girl thirsty much <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry that's weird though he's gonna run the other way and then all the neighbors i mean all the witches attack him also, I'm With thinking the... about this now. Lizzie McGuire goes on to date Ronnie, the paper boy. <gasps> Hillary Duff's got a thing for paper so boys. So she has a type. <laughs> Times New Roman. <laughs> we can edit that out. No, I love that. Keep it. Keep it. Incredible. Oh, my gosh. All right. Okay. What is the game? Um, you have to figure out which one of these following derogatory nicknames Oh. Casper was not called in the movie. Oh, how fun. Okay. Because they come up with a lot of a lot of ways to diss him. And I want you to figure out which one of these I came up with. So don't okay. peek. Not looking. I'm gonna read you the options. Okay. Short sheet, washcloth, bulb head, cotton swab, puff of secondhand smoke, airbag. And Ghost Boy. Well, what's interesting is that any of those could be used to describe any ghost ever. Mm. They're not specific to Casper, which I find fascinating. <laughs> um, let's do, let's dive into that. <laughs> yeah, it sounds more like a, a self. Uh, they're, they're projecting. Oh, they're projecting, if you will, right? Mm. Wow, okay, there's a lot of options. You want me to read them again? Yeah, can I hear them one more time? Hey, and you, and I'll say them like an insult. Yeah, let's hear it. Hey, short sheet. Yo, washcloth. Get out of the way, bulb head. Bulb? Like bulb. Like light bulb? Yeah. Bulb, okay, bulb. What do you want from me, cotton swab? Okay, is this my voiceover audition? Uh... <laughs> you want to play one of the uncles in the next Casper movie? <laughs> 
I'm dying to. I'd cast you. I'm dying to. <laughs> Cross my heart and hope to live. That was a Casper quote. <laughs> that was really good. Okay, here's another. Get out of here, you puff of secondhand smoke. Hey, airbag. <laughs> hey, ghost boy. Ghost boy. Sorry. <laughs> ghost boy. Yeah, you got it. Is that, is that your guess? No, it's just kind of like factual. Yeah, it gets pretty lazy. It's like, <laughs> hey, human girl. Like, <laughs> is that really an insult? Um, okay, I'm just going to go with my gut here. Mm-hmm. The one that stands out to me is washcloth. That one just doesn't seem to fit with the others. Yeah. No, I agree it doesn't fit, but it is from the movie. <laughs> what is the correct answer? What wasn't from the movie? Cotton swab. Cotton swab. Okay. And I don't know how they got to washcloth before they got to cotton swab. Well, cotton swabs are so little. <laughs> so... And skinny. I, I My favorite is puff of secondhand Yeah, smoke. mine too. I do like short sheet, though. Short mm-hmm. sheet's really clever. Yeah. Uh, the aunt says puff of secondhand soap, and oh. the most, the majority of these are from the uncles, but Wendy, as he says, ghost boy, which oh. is why I think it's, like, friendlier. I think she's like, hey, ghost boy. Yeah, it's not, <laughs> it's not a dig. It's just, it is yeah. just fact. It is like, just Like, hey, fact. human girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. One of the uncles at the beginning at the, like, hot dogs again, which I can't get over, he goes, <laughs> is this the Roswell chili cook-off? Because I need more gas. And then he, like farts on people and they like melt (laughs) yeah some of the jokes are for kids (laughs) only (laughs) only a lot of snot a lot of like burping things like that okay now who do you think this joke was for this is a hillary duff quote and it is said Mm. in a thick jamaican accent i be witchin i didn't hear the accent that line did stand out to me and i was wondering about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was when they do a. I think it's a reference to like, I'm bitching. I thought so too, but they do the ants do like a Sabrina the Teenage Witch style clothing change montage. Yes. Very quick. They're changing their clothes. I think they did that just for us. And then Hillary, <laughs> Wendy, excuse me, Wendy changes into her little red outfit and goes, "I be witching." <laughs> That's actually pretty good. <laughs> I thought um, it, I saw, I, I heard more of a Jamaican undertone. Okay. I definitely can see where you would have heard it, but I didn't hear Cause I, I did notice that line. It stood out to me. Okay, okay. I was wondering if it was problematic, but I ultimately just brushed it off. <laughs> <laughs> as do we do, not with, know. as we do with many things. I do um, not know the answer. In I've the got 90s. No, no insight. One of the lines I liked is when the witches were brewing up. Um, a potion, and one of them goes, I'm an original Spice Girl. (laughs) I hate that I know this fact, but Hilary Duff's first concert was the Spice Girls. (laughs) (laughs) So that's even better. I'm not, I don't hate that you know this fact. This is history, Duff. And it's just like, why do I know that? Mm. There's so many other things that could be in my head. You know what I do know? One of Hilary Duff's favorite skincare treatments is apple cider vinegar. So trendy. That's so hip. Well, this is something I learned when I was in like ninth grade and I clung to. Um, um, one you, of the, oh, wait. I was going to make oh, you sorry. guess. Go ahead. I was going to make you guess. Do you remember what Hillary's first ever line is in a film? Oh, no. Oh, it's when she wakes up, though. Mm-hmm. What does she say? Mornings would be better if they happened in the afternoon. <laughs> That's a great line. It's so cute. Can't you just imagine her audition 
where she had to say that. Like, I just feel like that was in her sides. I can really imagine that at, like, a wine mom's house (laughs) as, like, a piece of art. Yes. Mornings. Like, don't talk to me until I've had my coffee. Mornings would be better if they happened in the afternoon. That's what I should have made you for your birthday. (laughs) I was thinking of quotes for you. Next year. Next year. Um, Some of my favorite jokes, they made so many references to other witches, like other famous witch lore. Yeah, Um, for the parents. A lot of Wizard of Oz references. They said something about... um, a house falling on them like yes i remember that and uh one of the witches gets splashed with water and says i'm melting yes and they're like no you're not <laughs> they're really like the budget hocus pocus witches they really are they i think look, took a lot of inspo took a lot of inspo but also how can you do three witch sisters without accidentally taking something from hocus pocus you know you just can't um but I wonder what Kenny Ortega had to say. <laughs> I have to, I just remembered this, but um, my ex-boyfriend told me that when he watched this movie, he thought that the uncles were the protagonists. Like, he was team uncles and always saw them as, like, the people that you're rooting for. He's like, this freaking Casper. <laughs> I'm like, are you telling me that you're evil? <laughs> I think it was a, that's a red flag if that's I've ever That's a red heard flag. One. Yeah, when you when you identify with the uncles. <laughs> Another uh, joke that was for the adults. Yeah. Um, the henchmen that are working for the bad guy. What's his name? Desmond Spellman. Any relation to Sabrina? We have to assume. Yeah, we have to assume. We have to assume. <laughs> Different. Uh, aren't Harvey comics like rivals of Archie comics, though? I don't know, but there is a Harvey in Sabrina. Yikes. So... So, no. <laughs> I don't think they, that would make sense. But um, the henchmen of Desmond Spellman are direct references to uh, Pulp Fiction. Oh, really? Yeah. That makes sense. They they have the same names. They wear the same costumes. I like... You can just give them the same names. It's... Yeah. Okay. Pretty direct reference. <laughs> exactly. No, it is. and that But that's just for the adults, you know? Yeah, that is fun. Those henchmen were also intense. Like... Desmond made them out of, like, thin air. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. And then he's, like, sent them to go kill a child. (laughs) Which I do want to know about this. I watched the movie twice. Um, Maybe you picked up something that I didn't. Probably. I'm very, very smart. You are. Why? Detail-oriented. Do they ever explain why Wendy is this, like, being that will destroy? What is the explanation? So the reason that she's seen as like being the greatest witch is because she was able to forge a friendship with the spirit world. And then when she goes into the mystic abyss, the whole thing with the mystic abyss is that you can never leave. But because of her friendship with the spirits, they were able to get her out. So she makes history as being like the only witch who's been able to like defeat the, what's it called? Mystic abyss. Well, I remember that explanation of her being able to make friends. It was kind of self-fulfilling. But, yeah, there's... Is there any sort of, like, backstory to her making friendship with spirits? Because, like, she hasn't met Casper at that point. No. And so it's it's just some sort of, like, prophecy. It's funny, though, because the magic mirror is really... And Desmond is what sets it into happening. It's very much like with Voldemort. Like, if he hadn't said anything, then they wouldn't have had to flee... And they wouldn't have gone to the retreat 
where they met the uh, the ghosts in this relationship forged. Yeah. You know, so it's like if he hadn't been so like greedy, then he wouldn't have had to he wouldn't have created Hillary to be the greatest witch. I mean, Wendy. Do you see? Yeah. So it's the fact that that he it's put just, her in that more... and then she defied it. It's like exactly like Harry Potter. It's just a convenient plot point, I guess. That's where more I'm coming from. It's like there's not an explanation like oh her parents were so and so and that's why it's like there's nothing it's just we're just going ahead and saying she has a special connection with spirits and we're all just going to accept that but yeah. it's just fine that's but totally fine you're right though because they that doesn't happen until the future mm-hmm. but i guess it's cuz it's a magic mirror he can see into I'm the just future looking, right no i'm just looking more for like some sort of reasoning as to why she is this special person but yeah. it's just, there isn't one. Which and is we totally don't have fine. one for Casper either, do we? Is there in the Christina Ritchie lore? Like, that just says he have really nice parents? Well, Casper is just on vacation with his uncles. Nobody's after Casper. Yeah, but we don't, we still don't know. Why is he so nice? <laughs> he was raised, he was raised by, by We're mean asking ghosts. the important questions here. Why is he so friendly? There is, we do, in the Christina Ricci, we get backstory on, like, human Casper. Yeah. Um, I remember, I remember that cool like basement inventors thing, attic. You're shaking your head. No, I was gonna let you explain. No, nope. no, is. I was looking to you for reassurance, but I don't know why. I do not recall. <laughs> I wish I had. Oh man. Okay. Never mind. Delete. 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 <laughs> um. There is one. Ad joke. goes here. <laughs> there is one joke that I really want to address. Okay. Um. It's funny. There's. <laughs> Okay. There's a part in the movie where um, I think someone asks one of the witches on a date. He says, how about a date? Mm-hmm. And she says, December 7th, 1941, which is a very funny joke. Like, obviously, he was asking her out. December 7th, 1941 was the bombing of Pearl Harbor. What? What? It could have been any date, and the joke would be hilarious. But December 7th, 1941, is the day Pearl Harbor was bombed. That's crazy. I thought it was going to be, like, the World Series. Like, maybe the one that was, like... You know how one of them was, like, rigged, or so they say? Yeah, no. It was when a lot of people died, and the United States joined World War II. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Okay, now now I'm Googling the date to be like, is there something else that happened on this date? Even if there was, that's going to overshadow it. (laughs) Yeah, so what do you think came first? Do you think that Pearl Pearl Harbor happened before or after this movie was written? (laughs) (laughs) Because we don't know if this was the screenplay that they'd had for a long time. Well, they do reference the internet, so I think <laughs> I think Pearl Harbor came first. Okay, so they also predicted the internet. <laughs> <laughs> that is crazy. I'm so glad that you caught that. Well, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's... Surely I don't remember the date right. <laughs> I did. How about a date? <laughs> yeah. Just, could you not... What if she... it would... 9-11. It's like, it's horrible. It's literally like saying September 11th, 2001. It really is. Yeah, but it was 1998, so they couldn't do that. No, I know, but <laughs> no, that's I know you how know. crazy it is. That's horrific. Okay. So, I just had to. Well, who, Sean McNamara, you'll be getting a letter from us. And they still let him direct Raise Your Voice. <laughs> Canceled. <laughs> uh, all right, moving on. I can't. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I guess so anyway. I really can't. I feel like I gotta go back to that, actually. <laughs> where were you in 1941? Um, hmm. Where was I? Hmm. That's actually... I can't talk about those years. Um, let's get into press and promotions. Yeah, what did you discover? Okay, I just found some, like, old videos from E! E! News of Hillary doing little interviews, and it was so cute. One thing we both noticed is that in every interview she calls Wendy mischievous. Yes. I think she was told that word. I, she just learned it. I do, but I, I, but I have to say, when I was writing my synopsis, I did Google the word mischievous and be like for like synonyms because I couldn't think of another way to describe did this you movie. Find any synonyms? Impish, devilish. Ooh, these pr- are good. Um, prank. Um. It's like prankster is an actual word, or it was like prankly. It was something like very silly. <laughs> prankful. Prankful, I prankful. think. Prankful. I'm so prankful for you, by the way. I've never heard that one. I like it. Um, we are recording this on April Fool's Day. So I was it, wondering if we were going to make mention of that. We, may, we Maybe we just shut... We don't know when this will be released. We can cut that out. <laughs> but it is April Fool's Day, so Paige, hit me. <laughs> oh no, I just wanted you to pull a prank. No, Just you wait. It's so cute. There's one part where Hillary goes, like, everyone was just so gracious. And then in another E! News interview, she's watching it back, and they're recording her reaction. And she's like, I think I just learned the word gracious. Oh, did she say that? <laughs> yes. And she goes, what a little pipsqueak. And then this she was starts... to clarify years later. Years later. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Many years later. And she's, like, tearing up, and it is so sweet. And she's like, I'm just, I've come so far. And something that I thought was so sweet was that she said that she remembers filming this more than a lot of Lizzie McGuire because this was, like, her first real experience. And she said that they would say, like, movie terms to her and she wouldn't get it. Like, they told her to hug the couch and she'd go and literally hug the couch instead of get closer to it. Like, that is so pure. So it makes sense to me that she, like, really remembers this. I mean, she's nine years old, ten years old. Turned 11, like, right after it came out. A lot of Hillary's early projects, her castmates say really sweet things about her. Um, obviously, they're going to. They're not going to say things bad things about a ten year old. But <laughs> well, they're not me. <laughs> she was in like a. Uh, she was fired from a TV show years later, and uh, the Michael Chiklis talked about how like gracious she was and knew that she was going to be a big star one day because she was so sure of herself. It's really sweet stuff. That is sweet. I that's watched, why we have a whole podcast dedicated to her. I watched, um, th- I don't know how I found it on YouTube, but it was like an interview with, I think, Terry Gar, one of the sisters. And it was a long interview. They didn't have all of it. But she said like the, one of the things that she enjoyed the most about working on this movie was working with, um, Sh- is it Shelley Duvall? Mm-hmm. And then she goes, and then, of course, the little girl, Hillary. Aww. <laughs> And I was like, yes. So cute. So cute. Very cute. One of my favorite um, Hillary interviews that I watched uh, in preparation for this is more like a behind-the-scenes thing. Um, She was talking about what it's like to work with Casper, not having something to look at. Oh, yeah. um, And what they would do for her eye line. So sometimes they'd put a piece of tape on the wall where Casper was going to be. But they also had these cardboard cutouts for Casper and his uncles so that she could visualize what Casper was doing. Yeah. Like flying around the and room. And they look like them. I mean, like it's clearly like Sharpie. 
but yeah, they, they had look little like them. Cardboard cutouts of of the characters, which is just so cute. That was so cute, and I'm furious to find out that there wasn't a real ghost that was cast in this production. Yeah, that's why. I mean, this was 1998. There are so few few roles for ghosts. We're making a lot of strides in that direction. Yeah. Ghost. Representation is important. Ghost helped. Do you have any, is there anything you haven't talked about? Anything you need to Get touch off my on? chest. Yeah. I'm really stuck on the Pearl Harbor element. Yeah, I'm sorry I brought it up, but I'm not. It's it's important. <laughs> I don't think I have any other thoughts. And if I, I, I do, either. you know what? They're all out of my head right now, and that's okay. I talked about the hot dog bomb. and Several that was <laughs> That was like the main thing I wanted to come across when we filmed this episode or recorded yeah, the hot dog bomb episode. The hot dog bomb episode. Um, I've just never seen a ghost behave like this. <laughs> but, like we said, it's 1998. Um, all right. I think we should talk about the love interests. There are multiple. There are multiple. Number one, the paper boy. Yeah. Doesn't have a name or a line. <laughs> Oh, yes, he does. He goes, you guys are all freaks. Oh, you're right. How could I forget? He has, like, a mean line. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's not he's not great. I didn't really count him as a love interest. Well, he she was crushing. She had a gift for him. It could have been a platonic gift. Maybe it was his birthday. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> his birthday? December 7, 1941. <laughs> Um, okay, so then we have Josh. Josh Jackson. As we say, Not Joshy boy. Not to be confused boy. with the actor. Joshua Jackson. <laughs> um, that was really interesting, actually. They had, like, a little boy just immediately turn into, like, a jerk, and she was, like, kind of a feminized icon standing up to her. Well, it was herself. more... It was, it was more, weird. It was more than just him being a jerk. It was, like, he was getting aggressive with her. He was getting physical with her. Oh, yeah. He was trying to manipulate her. Yes. It was scary stuff. Yeah, he actually it was very, like, um, abusive, especially when he comes back and is like, okay, I'll take you to the dance. And he grabs her by the arm and says, you're going to the dance with me. Yes, and the other boy's watching it. Really intense. Yeah, he's, keep an eye on him. He's going to grow up to be not a good guy. Yeah, this is why I think that they, they kicked him out of the reboot. Wait, what reboot? Oh, the 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 Lizzie McGuire spinoff. Yes, yes, yes. I think that's why they kicked him out because they were like, we can't possibly have this. Well, Justin the Blue Ranger was a sweetheart, so mm. we know it's not him. Well, the, isn't he known for his physical acts as well? Though he was also um, in a movie I watched growing up called Kids World. Ooh, where there's no parents, it's just kids. Okay, it's well, like this isn't like- a this isn't a Kids World podcast. You're right. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. You can you can finish explaining <laughs> it. That's all I had to say about we'll that. Let us have I the guess. fans. Hey, you guys can tune out for the next twenty seconds while Paige no, talks no, about. No, no, <laughs> Her next love interest was Casper. Yes, which I prefer them as friends, but it is sweet. I guess it is sweet. I didn't think there needed to be a romantic aspect. I agree. Like I, I, I liked it as friends, and I think you can tell a story without there being love. Yeah, ten. I'm always, almost always on the side of boy and girl friendships, staying friendships. Yeah, being platonic, because it's, that's we, what you need at that age, too. Like, exactly. you don't need to be dating. 
She's 10 years old. You don't need to be dating a ghost. That's for damn sure. Well, no, no, no. I would push back on that when her options are Casper and Josh. Oh, her Josh's op- the bad boy. She doesn't have to pick. She can be single. No, no, exactly. She's 10 years old. <laughs> she should be single. Spinster. <laughs> See, you don't get it because I had a boyfriend when I was 10 years old. You're right. I don't relate. And you didn't. You didn't. (laughs) Got me there. Got you. You also didn't know you had a boyfriend. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that I wasn't mature and that I wasn't a relationship expert. It doesn't mean you didn't love him. It it might mean that. (laughs) Okay, here's what I want us to do if you're up for it. I think we should give Josh and Casper a rating between 1 and 10 as uh, uh, how you like if you were to date them if they were okay. if you're 10 okay you need to picture yourself at 10 okay it's important I got would it would they make good boyfriends for you hope okay okay I um, haven't done this myself so can I say okay so but these aren't the only love interests in the movie because if you think about it the aunts and the uncles are each other's love you're interests you're so right and I, I feel think, like I'd rather date all three uncles than Josh. Just kidding. But I feel like for the sake of the pod, it should be Hillary's love interest. Yeah, that makes more sense. <laughs> but when I think about, like... I'm sorry, this isn't a Terry Gar podcast. When I think about who's really sexy, I think about those three okay. mean uncles. They're the protagonists of this film. This is why she couldn't <laughs> use her synopsis. She called them all sexy. That's really <laughs> redundant. Um. Okay. Okay. I guess I would rank Josh to be zero or negative zero because I think that what he did was not okay. And Great. at 10 years old, you don't want to get into a, a relationship pattern that's that unhealthy, you know? Because mm-hmm. um, luckily, Hillary had the sense to know this isn't okay. Um, Casper, at 10 years old, I guess he's like a seven on the boyfriend scale because I don't need anything physical. Yeah. I just need a friend. Absolutely. And I kind of like that it can't be physical. Yeah. Because yeah. I just need a friend. You shouldn't be like... I mean, it can sm- be... They're smooching. A- well, they're able to, like, touch when they're dancing. They're able to feel each other in that sense. I know what yeah. you mean about yeah. physical. Yeah. Um, even that's too much for ten, probably. But um, I agree with you on Josh, he's a zero. He's just a straight up zero. There's zero, nothing redeeming about him. Except um, that he taught Hillary to stand up for herself. Maybe. He has a cool haircut. He was good at pinball? <laughs> Wait, no, he wasn't. That was actually another strike against Josh, so negative one. Yeah, absolutely nothing. So Josh is just a straight up zero. Casper, I agree. I gave him a six. Okay, I was thinking six. I think that he's nice, especially in comparison to Josh, but also... He so quickly sold Wendy out and her aunts as not yes. the aunts. Like, she's... Lindsay, or Lindsay, gosh. Okay. Wendy, Wendy is like, let me tell you a secret. You can't tell anybody. My aunts and I can't use magic. And in the very next scene, Casper's yep. like, they can't use magic. <laughs> yeah, that sucked. It, it sucked. That sucked. And it's... I think they were being like, oh, look, he can't tell a lie. But it's like, dude... Wendy's literal life was in danger and exactly. you made it worse. Yeah. I do like too, like that they're like, we can't use big magic. We can use little magic. And so then she's like, she points at a cardboard cut out of Santa and makes it dance. And I'm like, that seems like big magic to me. She goes, will you sign up for something small? <laughs> 
her voice in this movie, I'm sorry, it sounds like a computer effect. It does not sound real. It is so, like, high-pitched. We should have talked about this when we talked about effects. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. You are right. She's like, yeah, and then... <laughs> I do like that they're just, like, up up to pranking when they're together, but I was still like, Hillary, they're after you. Yeah. Okay, so now it's the time in the pod where we get to listen to a deleted scene. And this one is coming at us from the nice boys at the Rainbow Room podcast. The nice boys. In fact, our good friends from college. We even. went to college. We we did go to college and oh. we met some really nice friends there and they hosted a great podcast, Rainbow Room. You can follow them on Tiki Talkie. Yeah, they're on uh, Instagram. They're on, they're all over the they're place. They're all over the place. Rainbow. Andrew Steyer, Eric Martinez, we love you. Shout out to you guys. Yes, and your podcast, Rainbow Room. You can find them at Rainbow Room Podcast on Instagram and, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Amazing. And so what's this scene that they're about to do? So I sent them a clip from the movie, and it was after it was when Wendy had told Casper that uh, she couldn't use her powers anymore. And the fun thing about Andrew and Eric is that they've never seen Casper meets Wendy. So they just sort of made up what they think would happen next in the movie. And they chose to make it the very final uh, moments of the film. Okay. What I don't understand is how could Andrew have gotten his PhD without watching Casper meets Wendy? I think he's lying. The education in this country is appalling. He's not a doctor. Not anymore. Not anymore. All right. Well, that sounds fun. Stay tuned. Here it is. I tell you, I worry about Casper. I've been seeing him hanging out with that girl. Wendy, I think her name is. You know those witch spawn. All they do is sit around and think about how they can destroy us. I haven't forgotten about the great ghost witch war of 1880. I know it was over a century Yeah, Paulie, Paulie, I think you got to cut Casper a break. I think he, he just likes the girl. That's precisely the problem. She's a witch spawn. The offspring of a devilish set of witches. She's a little girl. What's she going to do? Gasper probably has a crush on her. Oh, hey, guys. I just came through the wall. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Gasper, take a seat. Uh, one of the Uncle Ghosts is, like, smoking a cigarette. <laughs> Listen, I have no time for pleasantries. I just learned that this big, bad warlock Desmond is after my friend Wendy. We got to help her out. I, I don't, I don't, uh... I never help out no witch. You know what if I say? If if Warlock wants to go in and destroy them all, eh, good riddance. Uncle Stewie, please, you can't be serious. Hey, uh, Uncle Leonard, Cas- back me up. <laughs> Listen, Casper, why don't you bring in Wendy? Let's let's call Wendy in and let's talk to her about what's sort of going on. Hey, Wendy, come on in. I'm here with my Uncle Leonard. Oh my God, uh, Casper, I I thought I told you don't talk to me around other ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, but I think maybe we can help. Ah, uh, here's the girly hour. Take a seat, girly. Have a smoke with me. Have a have a little afterlife smoke with me. <laughs> Listen, Wendy, there's something I need to tell you. Uh, I was nervous to tell you about it because my uncles told me never to talk about it, but we can tell her about the secret ghost ring, right? 
yeah, we have a secret ghost ring that was invented in the war of 1880. It's how we finally conquered the evil witches that were terrorizing our nation. But we promised never to tell a witch about it. But the thing is, it can destroy any witch or warlock. So are you saying you're going to use it against me? No, I'm saying thunderstorm crashes and lightning as the roof of this building that the ghosts are hanging out with flies off. And we see Desmond float in, led by none other than Uncle Stewie. Yeah, I told you guys, you would regret bringing a witch into the presence. So I went and I tracked down that Desmond fellow and... He just so happened to have brought his big abyss. Ah, 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 ah. I will now send little Wendy into the abyss. Come over here, little girl. Oh, I'll use the ring. Oh, oh, no. The abyss's gust is so powerful that it's pulling the warlock vaporizer into it. Oh, no, it's pulling me closer. Wendy walks over and grabs the end of Casper's little wisp tail and pulls him back down. Casper, <laughs> uh, uh, I'm gonna cast a, a, a ground glue spell. So I'll be glued to the ground. And as long as I hold you, you won't get sucked in. Um, googly googly glue to the ground. That's me and you. And they stay stuck to the ground. <laughs> wow, I've never seen you use magic before. You're right, you can do it. Yeah, I think, I think, think, I know I said I wasn't able to use magic, but I think through us hanging out together, um, we can use magic together. <laughs> uh, I don't like the sound of this. I came here to get Uncle Desmond to destroy Wendy. I'm going to go interfere. Uh, oh no, better go into stealth mode. <laughs> <laughs> they both disappear. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Where did the two of them go? Stewie, you can't even see him anymore. <laughs> Wendy, if you can use your magic, this is the time you have to show my uncles that ghosts and humans can get along. Okay, Casper, I'm gonna go ahead and cast the spell. It's gonna make Desmond uh, disappear. Wendy's sparks fly out around Wendy as she tries to cast this spell, but ultimately it fizzles out. Her magic is still too new and weak until suddenly around us apparates Wendy's aunts. We're here! (laughs) Oh my God, it's Desmond. Oh, oh, oh. Ah, I have all the witches exactly where I want them now. Desmond walks over to a switch and turns up like the abyss and so it becomes stronger. (laughs) Oh no, he just put the abyss at level 11. (laughs) (laughs) Desmond. This is the the sexy ant. I knew you wanted to kill us from day one. (laughs) And I need you to know that now my niece, Wendy, is going to cast a spell that destroys you. Uh, The sexy ant floats down to Wendy. She's able to see her, even though they're in stealth mode. And she whispers in Wendy's little ear. And she says, Wendy, all you have to do is... Let tell Casper to let go of the ring. And if the ring gets sucked into the abyss, it will destroy Desmond and the abyss altogether. Wendy leans leans over to Casper. Casper, let go of the ring. Wendy, this this ring has been in my family for generations. Casper, you have to trust me. I promise I'm not trying to scam you. 
you're my best friend. I would never do that to you. Gosh, Wendy, you're my best friend too. And he lets go of the ring and it slowly gets sucked into the abyss. And suddenly, whoa, 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 whoa. I, I think my abyss just got destroyed. And there's a massive explosion. No, my power. Desmond slowly begins to shrink <laughs> until he's uh, the size of a pea and he's on uh, the floor. Oh, I think I'm powerless now. <laughs> wow. I always uh, thought witches were just dirty scumbags, but that uh, display of witch human or witch ghost uh, friendship really changed my mind. Besides, that Aunt Hilda, she is voluptuous. <laughs> See, yeah, Stewie, I told you. I told you the witches, they got something going on. You should go flirt with that sexy one, sexy Hilda. <laughs> As the two flirt and, and fly off in a room together in stealth mode, the rest of the witches and ghosts come together finally in harmony and give each other big hugs. Wow. Hugs. <laughs> That was crazy. But man, I guess there's still one thing left to do. We gotta figure out what to do with little mini evil warlock. Um, you know, I think it's okay if we just step on him and kill him. <laughs> <laughs> Wendy walks over and she's like, she walks over, puts her heel out over him. Desmond's like, no, no, little girl, don't kill me. And she's like, ah, the worst thing I'll get is juvie. And then she kills him. <laughs> All the ghosts that were in stealth mode are now visible as they're covered in goop. <laughs> oh, the, the smoking ghost is like, whoa, Wendy, what? That was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and they all lived happily, happily ever after. after. The end. <laughs> the scene wipes the scene. <laughs> you know, I think uh, the fans of Hope and Pages podcast are going to have to tell us, um, but I think we probably got it like pretty accurate down to the stage directions. Like, I down think, to the yeah, line. I think um, Hillary Duff definitely committed a murder <laughs> in her earlier years as a child actress. Um, it, it was one of her breakout roles. It was truly. <laughs> yeah, you do what you can to survive in this industry. Uh, no one, that actor that played Desmond has not been seen or heard from ever again. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to our first episode of History Duffs, a podcast where we cover the life and times and filmography of Hilary Duff, but through a historical lens. Uh, what, what, like, subscribe, leave us a rating, text us, let us know what you think. Take us on a date. I'm Hope Carew. I'm Paige Smith. And She's this... Hilary Duff. <laughs> and this is, is History, History Duffs. Duffs.